Arizona State. Right. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils with Jeremy Schnell, Jesse Morrison, and Mitch Bereldis, an Arizona sports podcast. Hello and welcome into another edition of State of the Sun Devils alongside Jesse Morrison and Mitch Bereldis. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Another loss for Arizona State. That's their fourth loss in a row. This one was a little closer than the other, other three guys. And ASU had the chance at the end to take the ball down the field, possibly take the lead and, and, and get the win. But a 24-21 loss is where they stand today. And Jesse, I know you wanted to start off with talking about just ASU shooting themselves in the foot a little bit in this one. Yeah, I mean, five penalties is not bad. Five penalties for 35 yards, as Mitch pointed out, is not good. Um, but it was the two plays late in the game, one that was a touchdown and then one that was a fourth down that was they were going to go for it and could have potentially gotten a touchdown either on that play or the next play and they were forced to go back and then kick a field goal. So those two plays for me are what stand out in this game and are what cost them the game and they almost cost themselves the game again when they let Sam Jackson get away, they should have sacked him, and then they got a pass interference. That ended up not costing him the game. They got the ball back, but they weren't able to put together a first down. And then the interception by Trenton Borgay as well, just not not good. So, yeah, ASU shot themselves in the foot. They should have won this game. A little bit of bend but don't break for the defense at times too, though, Mitch, right? I mean... Well, no, definitely a lot of bend, not break. Uh, Let's go to the last play of the game where they were able to stop Jaden Knott from converting that fourth and goal and would have made it an even ins- a more insurmountable lead for Cal. And the defense was able to hold after the way that they had been playing the whole game. And look, it's it's great that the defense can once again hold strong. But on the offensive side of the ball, this is a game you got to win, man. Because we've talked about it enough already. We look at the schedule. Where's the next win coming from? Anybody else watch well, the Colorado USC? I, hold on. Anybody else watch the Colorado USC game today? I yeah. watched a little bit of it. Colorado looked like a team that was dead to rights. Like, oh, what a sweet story the first three weeks of the season. And then they have got Oregon, slaughter. USC, slaughter. No, as a matter of fact, they made USC look like the defense that we saw last week out of USC. Yeah. Right? So how the heck am I supposed to expect that this ASU team is going to find a win somewhere this season? Because I... I'm afraid Colorado's going to come in and smell that fresh meat that they've been dying to get after since week three. Here's what I'll say, though, Jesse. Trenton Borgay seems to be a quarterback that, at this point in the season, gives them the best chance to win. I thought he was pretty good today. He was fine. He showed that he was the second-best quarterback on the team. There were some throws he made where I'm like, ooh. And then there were other throws he made where I'm like, Oh. There were some overthrows, especially that final play that on the fourth and four that yeah. made it so that ASU turned the ball over on down. Or even and... the interception. That was a somebody came in and joked that was a five hundred ball outside in the yard. It was lofted. Anybody could have caught it. No, but that the best ball. quarterback on the field was Cam Scadaboo, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, honestly, like <laughs> better than Sam Jackson, that's he for played, sure. Cam Scadaboo when he was at the quarterback position and he did not have a great game, only 59 yards on 24 attempts, but he made an impact. 
When well, yeah, he I mean, he also in, had 98 yards receiving. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he made it. He made an impact in various spots on the field, and when he was in that Sparky formation. So, I just, I, I don't know what they do moving forward at quarterback. I think you just stick with Trenton. Jacob Conover obviously did not show that he was very good against the, um, or the guy to go with. I'm sure he's a very talented quarterback, but he's not the guy that they should go with, as he showed um, in the game against Fresno State. And Drew Pine struggled. He's dealing with injuries, and obviously Jane Rashad is out. So you just kind of got to go with Trenton Bourget here on out. He, he did throw for 344 yards, which is pretty good. But as Mitch talked about, the interception was just it was bad. He's thrown two really bad interceptions this season. Yeah. The one against Fresno State and then the one here. So I, I think you, you got to go with him, but it's it's tough. You just, have- this, this team is just I, – I'm with Mitch. I don't know where they – I thought after that USC game, I was like, okay, they're going to beat Cal. I think they've got a chance against Colorado. A, U of A, they got a chance. But I just don't know where they're going to win another football game this year. Mitch, I, I will say this. I mean, there were nine different receivers. He was spread. Borgay was spreading the ball around a little more than we've seen. Sure. From you know, not totally keying in on Badger or Scadaboo, the checkdown options. He was getting the other receivers involved, and that was something that me and Jesse talked about before the season started. We're like, if they do go with Borgay, right? We know that. He's got a ton of weapons. Yes, to and utilize. he'll be able to spread the ball around. He doesn't key in on one receiver. He actually reads the field. But here's the problem, particularly with this game. The reason why he went to so many different receivers, the reason why Borgay was over 340 yards passing, look at Camp Scadaboo's rushing stats. 59 yards on 24 attempts. That's it's, almost completely away from the Camp Scadaboo on the ground we saw last week and the prior weeks of this season. They set a stat on Pac-12 Network, which fa- fantastic broadcast today, I will say. Like the yeah. um, Shane Vereen and uh, the, JB Long, yeah, JB Long. the Rams right. play. They need to work on their camera work, but the, the broadcasters were good. <laughs> right, but uh, also always Tim Healy is the best in the business on uh, Arizona sports. Voice of the Devils every week. Um, but no, so they did say they brought up that uh, coming into the game, a little over 30% of the time, Scadaboo was getting a first down on his touches or a touchdown on his touches. <laughs> over 30% of the time. Wow. That was coming into today. But again, like you said, 2.5 yards per carry, just not good enough. And the stat that I brought up to Jesse on the preview pod was how Cal is just outrushing its opponents like crazy. But at the same time, they're doing a very good job of holding the rushing down on the defensive side. And well, what am I looking at, Jesse? I'm looking at 68 rushing yards uh, from ASU, uh, and I'm looking at 196 rushing yards from Cal. Yeah. Jaden Ott <laughs> absolutely terrorized ASU in this game. 29 carries for 165 yards and a touchdown. That's 5.7 yards per carry. Um, it's like every two carries is a first down. That's absurd. Yeah. The, Mitch and I talked about on the preview podcast that the key to the game was to stop the run for ASU and they did not do that. So again, the penalties and not stopping the run, that's where I put this loss on. And Jeremy to go back to Borgay. Yeah. I mean, he's getting, he's spreading the ball around and everything, but they, they didn't win. He's just, he he was fine. That's all that I got to say. Like you can look for the positives, but 
again, it was just it was just a fine performance. Looking at the stats right now, Mitch, for the defense, what do you what do you notice at the top of that list for the two leading tacklers for ASU? Who are they? The two leading tacklers are defensive backs. Interesting. That means that their rushing attack is getting to that third level. Well, I mean, as we just talked about, 100 and what was it, 96 yards on the ground for Cal. Yeah. Cal is out rushing its opponents two to one this year. You don't normally you win games when your defensive backs have double digit no, tackles. But OK, in defense of the defensive backs having as many tackles as they do. Cal was able to get a few deep passes out there. So maybe that's part of it. And I will but say to your point about the rushing attack. Yeah, that's a ton of yardage. Yeah. Unacceptable defensively, and I will say Edmonds does play a lot inside of the box. Yeah, so, I, he he plays a little bit of sub linebacker, but in terms of the numbers that we see here, like the linebackers are usually the players that lead the team in tackles, and they're three and four on this list. But you want to see them at the top of the list, and it just wasn't there today, especially when Ott was running the football. And staying on the defense, real quick, the major positive from this game for ASU was the play of Caleb McCullough. Absolutely. Caleb McCullough was great in this game. The linebacker, seven total tackles. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hit, two tackles for loss, and he made the play of the game for the defense at the end, stopping Ott on a fourth and short or fourth and goal. Gave the offense a chance at the very end. Yeah, gave the offense the chance at, at the very end to try to march it down, either, at least get a field goal to tie or a touchdown to win. Also, Deshaun Mallory with four tackles for loss today, so he was fantastic as well. I mean, look, we've said it a bunch. This defense, we were scared about the trench options, the linebackers, and the defensive backs. They seem to be playing themselves in a very, very good position so far this year. And the defense has been very admirable this first two Pac-12 games of the year. I, I hope that trend continues, but something woke up Colorado late in that game today. They don't just score 41 points because they score 41 points. Yeah, so in total, ASU outgained the uh, the Cal Bears in this one. They had 430 overall yards. Cal had 326. But that doesn't tell the whole story because ASU went for it five different times, only, um, only converted twice on fourth down. So you're giving the ball to Cal in nice and good areas for them to go and score. Well, I, okay, wasn't one of those fourth down attempts in the red zone? There like, was, the red zone offense really struggled today. I mean, to Jesse's was, point about the penalties, sure. when those penalties happened, they were in the red zone, right? A Badger touchdown was taken away today because of a 12-men-on-the-field penalty. That can't happen! Yeah, I don't know what was going on in that play. I think Trenton Bourget was supposed to be off the field. Like, I don't think Trent Bourget was supposed to be lined up at wide receiver on that play. Yeah, they set up the, the wild scat, I, get, I think we're calling was, it now. Uh, yeah, Bourget, that, the reason why I don't think he was supposed to be on the field is he was super wide, like yeah. near the near the sideline. So, I think, yeah, and it, like he didn't even impact the play, and they... I mean, it doesn't lose even, the touchdown yeah. because he was on the on the field for that. But, it's just so that, that stuff can't happen. And again, it might just be that Trent Bourget, you know, he's not had a lot of time to play this year, get into a rhythm. That might have just been, you know, one of those things that was just kind of a brain fart um, for him. But yeah, I mean, he he made some nice throws, move move the team down the field. Um, I think he's the guy to go with if Pine comes back, um, even still. Uh, but going off the quarterback thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to talk about, which is, I think, a, I think we figured out the reason why Dice Roll Dilly exists, and hmm. it's the punning for Arizona State. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's 
it's almost just better to give it up on downs if you have to because you're not going to get very many yards with, with the punting game that they have. And on the other end, Cal punted fantastically, pinning ASU deep in its own territory. And that was a major factor. Punting, field position, major factors in football games. And it was today in Berkeley. I mean, we got the stat right in front of us, Jesse. You see it too. ASU had four punts today that averaged about 36 yards. Zero of them ended up inside of the 20. Cal had seven punts today that averaged just a hair under 50 yards. Four of them ended up inside of the 20. And Jesse, the, ASU's best punt of the day is when they were backed up in their own end zone. Yeah, it yeah, it yards. was 41 yards. That's a solid punt. But, but... it was a, it, that's a problem. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is he? Why, why is he best under that pressure? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's got. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. Back to the play where they had too many men on the field. Um, that's a four-point swing. ASU wins this game if they convert there. Right. Yeah. They took the field goal. Which yes, take the points, please. When you're packed up another five yards, please take the points in a game like this. But those are those are the micro causes, microcosms. I don't know what the correct word is. I went to. I went to school to, you know, pretend I knew how to talk. <laughs> so as long as they correct stuff like that, then yes, we are going to see those four-point swings in the future. Today, it felt like another learning experience almost. And at this point of the season, I'm not going to give credence to, oh, this guy was injured or this guy was injured or this, whatever. We're, we're five weeks in. If these guys are going to be the ones that are playing throughout the rest of the season, these are the guys that are getting the reps at the ones. These are the guys getting the game action. These are the guys we expect to perform to the level we expect them to. I, I don't want to give credence to injuries anymore. And Maybe. I'm sorry. There's just that game they should have won. Yeah. You can't blame that game on injuries. There's two games this season, maybe even three, that ASU should have won and that, that they didn't. And this one, Oklahoma State, maybe even USC. Yep. Yeah. I mean... There's the to switch to NFL for just a second. I remember hearing one of the Bickley and Murata promos from earlier this week, and Bickley points out that oh, they're three and zero against the spread, and which, if you don't know what that means, it means they covered the point differential that uh, the Vegas insiders project. And Vinny's retort was, "Well, they should be three and zero on paper." And yeah, I kind of agree with you. The way that I saw ASU perform today, this should be a W. Maybe USC at USC should be a W, and maybe Oklahoma State should be a W. But it roots all in the inconsistency between the two halves. It's so, and we kind of saw that again today. Uh, here, I'll make two points, and then we're, we got to get out of here because I got to go cover the D backs. Oh, look at you! Uh, yeah, me <laughs> go cover the D backs. Um, two points I have to make. Very impressive, four for four in the red zone. Unfortunately, like we said, that one they could, they should, they want. We want that. ASU would want that one back where they had to take the field goal instead of getting the touchdown there. Of course. But 4-for-4 four four in the red zone, that's encouraging. But we go, you go look at each of the games. You, you look at, you know, obviously Fresno State got out of hand, whatever, right? You look at Oklahoma State, there was an, the, the issue there was different than the issue in the USC game. And it was different than all of those games. Like, each game, there's a different issue that pops up. That is the reason why ASU lost the game. Sure. So the Oklahoma State one, I'll blame the injury because that was when Emmett Bowley was down on the first drive. And you can't, <laughs> it sucks to lose your starting tackle 
in the first couple of plays of the game. And then, obviously, the Fresno State game, they had four quarterbacks play. Yeah. And eight turnovers. <laughs> that was a mess. That was the worst game. At least it's at least it's not been that in the rest of the games. Right. Yeah. But if they, you know, it's not like we're coming here and we're like, if they solve this one issue, then they can win one of these games. Because it's a new issue every because single week. Because they <laughs> solve the certain issue and then another one pops up. Yep. And this week it was just not converting uh, on plays that they needed to convert on. And the rushing defense was terrible today. Yeah. Case in point. Yeah. Volleyball lost too. No. No, really? They lost to number three Stanford. Oh, they shoot. didn't have they didn't win. Did they a get did they lose set. Oh, they lose in straight sets. Yeah. Oh. So they're legit though. Not a good weekend for Sun Devil Athletics so far. How'd soccer do? Because I heard they are also taking on number three Stanford. That was on Thursday, I think. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Let me check this Jesse's real on quick. I'm uh, on it. I'm on it. Next week, Colorado, Hidden Town. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I know my brother and I are going to be smack talking all week. Uh, I'm sure we, we are. We are going to have a special surprise pre-game and post-game. Um, if you guys want to see that, you can check out. Uh, you can check out State of the Sun Devils on our YouTube channel. They lost on, two to one soccer. Sorry to interrupt you. So that's a that's a positive. It's I, admirable. I, I, admirable. I, I was filling time, so you could you could. I I, I figured. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Yeah. But yes, we will have a. a um, Special surprise before and after the game, if you want to check out that oh, on the YouTube channel on the Arizona State or Arizona Sports uh, YouTube channel. Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of State of the Sun Devils. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> our handle is at AZ Sports Devils. We just got an Instagram. Mitch is taking care of that and doing a great job over there. So please share love over there, and you can find everything that uh, has to do with Arizona State athletics on ArizonaSports.com. For Mitch Reldis and Jesse Morrison, I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll talk to you in the middle of the week.